Good afternoon. It is a Sunday, um, another week of my live streams, and another week of the podcast. Um, last week I did take a week off. Um, I think what I'm going to do, because it works out better for me, if I can do three weeks on and then have a break, so I have a week off so I can basically recover. Because um, again, this is a new thing for me. It's a new thing being consistent with the podcast, but also... Um, being quite consistent with the live streams, which I think are going pretty well at the moment. Jamie, how are you? How is Egypt? It looks really nice, I can't lie. Um, it's a lot nicer than the weather we have here. It's really, really cold, I've got to be honest. Woke up this morning, went for a little uh, kick around over the wreck with my dad. To be fair, I thought there would be a lot of like Sunday League playing, like a lot of Sunday League football games, but there was no one there, literally nothing. And so I was very surprised about that. But um, yeah, it was just very, very odd considering I used to play football back in the day and every single Sunday used to be manic from about like nine o'clock till about three o'clock in the afternoon. Um, so it was odd, but I'm starting to feel it in my legs. Like my legs are a little bit numb, so I'm going to wake up tomorrow stiff as anything. So I'm not looking forward to that. Um, so this week, we're going back over an area of training. We're going back over the RPE uh, and do delving, delving, diving. That's what the word I was meant to say, diving more into the RPE scale. Uh, and we're looking at how you can get out of your comfort zone, how the RPE can help you push yourself to the next level. Um, and again, it's one of these things I really want to push over to you lot because if you can understand the RPE and you can understand how to use it, your training's going to be taken to the next level. And it's really going to ensure that you are going to get the progress you want inside the gym. Um, we're not going to keep this long. We're going to keep them very short. Um, I'm going to make the podcast longer once I start getting guests on. Because once I start getting guests on, it's going to be more um, fluid with the conversation. And it's going to be more enjoyable for you guys. But for the time being, I just want to keep it quite informative and quite um, kind of like... This is what we're learning um, and hope you guys get something from it. But I have got a few people soon coming into the podcast, which I think are going to be good. I think it's going to be exciting. But yeah, I've just got to obviously make the connections with them first. Um, but if I can get them on, oh boy, you're, you're, you're in for something special. That's all I'm saying. Um, yeah, uh, there's, there's one person in particular, if I can get him on, big, big, Big scenes are going to happen, like some of you guys are going to be like, how the hell have you got this guy on your podcast? Well, you, you, you'll just see. I mean, it might not even happen, but if it does, I'll be very happy. Um, drink of choice today is water. I ain't having any alcohol or coffee, because the last time I had coffee, that obviously spilt. Last time I had some sort of alcohol, I had a few drinks, and the live stream didn't go well. I didn't know what I was talking about, and it was just a load of mumble. So I'm going to be on the water today. Um, so, I'm going to start off by recapping the RPE scale. Um, if you don't know what the RPE scale and you want to learn more about that, then go and watch um, the other clips in my account. Or you can just listen to the podcast I did a few weeks ago on the RPE scale. Um, and then once you've listened to that, you can come back. But I'll give you a rough kind of recap on it. The RPE scale is a scale of 1 to 10. Um, and after an exercise or after a set, you would ask you would ask yourself, how hard was that on a scale of 1 to 10? Um one being watching TV, laying in bed, 10 being maximum effort, can't really do any more, energy has just been wiped out. Um, remember, we don't really want to 
be in the one to four area. A six should be a warm up. A ten should be maximum exertion. So it's an RPE scale. It's your rate of perceived exertion. It's measuring your form of intensity within an exercise or an activity, um, so you know how hard you're working. Um, so really, it's a scale of intensity where you measure your own value of it, so you know what to do, how to make it harder, or even make it easier. Um, so in my slides again, it says by knowing the RPE of a set, we know what to do for the next one. So for example, if it's slightly too easy, um, and again, we covered this in the recent podcast that I did on the RP scale. If the RP of a set is too low, we know some of the different ways we can change the way we train in order to make it harder. If we're not training to our, you know, if we're not training to the intensity we need to make progress, then you're never going to see progress. Um, so by by changing up your training and by changing a few things here and there in your set, you can increase that RPE, which is going to lead to more progress for you. Um, and that's really important because if it is too easy, like I said, you're not going to get the results you want. And if you don't get the results, you ain't going to be happy. Um, so it's understanding what to do in the set and analyzing it to make it harder or even make it easy. You know, sometimes I do a set and it's way too hard. So I need to regress it. I need to figure out ways to make it easier. So I'm hitting my sweet spot each time. Um, we should be training in the RP of an eight to nine. Uh, and this is called the sweet spot. James Smith, if you're listening, I, if you're listening, I'll be very happy, but um, I'm sure you're not. But again, the sweet spot that comes kind of from his idea of training in the RP of an eight to nine is the sweet spot for your intensity. Now, my eight to nine is going to be very different to your eight to nine. Um, but with an eight to nine, it covers as a general rule that you've got about one to two that you've got about one to two reps in reserve. And what this means is you could probably push for another one to two reps. So if I was doing a squat um, and I had my weight on and I did, let's say, 10 reps, if I could do one to two more, I would then re-rack and that would be my RP of an eight to nine because I could comfortably do another one to two. Uh, and the reason we kind of stop with one to two reps in reserve, especially for if you're general population, um, is one, to make sure we're safe, um, you know, and we're not pushing ourselves to that maximum exertion, but also it ensures we're training near to failure. So if you're an athlete, bodybuilder, powerlifter, then yeah, you can train to failure. But for the general population, we try and say leave a few reps and reserves so that you don't push to that maximum failure, but you stop near it. If you're training near failure, then this is the progress that you're looking for. You need to be training near to that failure point to get results. If you don't, then it's going to be very hard to see any form of results. Um, you know, this is why I tell my clients not to push themselves to absolute failure and to the point where they can't do any more, but to stop, you know, where they could comfortably do about one to two more, um, maybe three if if a push. Um, but as long as we're training near to failure, this is absolutely fine. You are going to see results. Um, you know, but the longer you train and the longer you're kind of training ability is and the more advanced you get then you can push to failure um but if you're starting out general population just looking to get some results then you don't need to be going maximum balls to the wall heavy heavy weight um and looking at that rpe 10 so having an rpe of an eight to nine is the sweet spot mm. 
And if any of this is a little bit confusing at all, um, please make sure you go and listen to the other podcasts where we did go over RPE from like the the ground up, um, because that will give you a good foundation level to kind of what we're speaking about today, because I'm going to be honest, I'm not going to go over everything every single time. If a question comes in, then of course I'll answer it, but I'm not going to keep going over the same things, because that's just a waste of time for me and a waste of time for you when you could just go listen to the other podcasts I've done. And that's the good thing about them. You can literally go back and watch old podcasts that I've done. Um, I mean, don't go. <laughs> the, the first few ones I've done aren't the greatest, like even the sound quality is not good. Um, but I mean, they're, they're worth a listen. There's some valuable content in there um, and I'm getting better each week. So, you know, the only way is up and that's all I can really ask for. Um, so we should really be training in the RPE of an 8 to 9 if you really want to look at getting results. Um, and this leads me, you know, all my points flow. And this is what I like. All my points that I want to say to you flow. Um, because if they don't, don't flow, it's not going to make sense. If it doesn't make sense, you're not going to listen. And if you don't listen, <laughs> then what am I doing? I don't know. Um, well, I hope you do listen. I have a few followers, but, you know. Over time, hopefully that will grow. People will see that my that, uh, content is valuable. And what I'm saying is true. Hopefully it's true. I mean, I've made progress in my life. I've got stronger. I've lost body fat. I've put on body fat. Um, but, you know, I, I do know what I'm talking about. So, if you do want to learn anything, please give it a listen. Tell your friends about it. Drop me a follow. Get them to drop me a follow. You know, share me around. Share the love. There's too much hate in this world. If you would just shared love, it'd be a better world. That's what um, that's what a lot of people try and prevent. Prevent. Um, I don't. I swear, every single podcast episode, there will be a few words that I kind of end up struggling to make sense of what they mean. Um, provide, purvey. There's a word like that, but it. You know, it's just you're sitting in the back of your head, but you can't actually quite figure out what it actually is. What you're trying to say. Um, I think that comes down to me running into a wall when I was about five years old. I think it knocked a few brain cells out of me. Um, but as I was saying, training to your right intensity level, training near to that failure point is the key. Um, but comfortable training is not going to get you the results you want. Oh, sorry, I'm just gonna. I've got like so much. Like you know when you get phlegm in the back of your throat, that's horrible. Um, comfortable training is not going to get you the results you want. If you're go, if you're, if you're just going to the gym, and you're lifting weights or you're doing some exercises, that is that's easy. It's comfortable for you. It's not a push. Uh, it's not too easy, but it's just comfortable. Ah, and you're trying to like grow muscle, lose body fat. I'm sorry, but this isn't going to happen. The only time comfortable training is going to get you results if you is if you're just kind of looking to move the joints. Um, and, and kind of go through the ranges of motion without actually trying to build muscle or get any results. Um, you know, for a lot of older, older clients that I've known over the years, they go to the gym just to keep their body moving. And for them, comfortable training is what they need. But, you know, most of the people that watch my content aren't old, old, and they're not just looking to move their body. They are looking to grow muscle, lose body fat, um, or even get bigger. Um so comfortable training is not going to help you achieve any of this. You need to be pushing yourself and you need to be getting out of your comfort zone. And this is why the RPE is so important in the gym. Um, 
because I guarantee you, if before you knew about the RPE, what what were you doing? How were you measuring your intensity? Because if you were just doing a set of going, oh, that was easy. Oh, that was hard. You probably you probably made a bit of progress, but it's not going to be the progress you want to see. Once you start adding in the RPE scale, once you start learning how to actually use it and assess your sets, making it harder, making it easier, I guarantee you're going to make such a bigger jump of progress. It's ridiculous. Um, you know, even yesterday I was doing what bent over rows of a dumbbell. Um, I looked at my last session. I was doing what thirty two point five on a row on a kilogram dumbbell. Um, and I got that for six with an RP of nine 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 point five. I did it yesterday, and it was an RP of about nine. My second set, I put a bit more, you know, energy into it. I focused a little bit more, and I got it for eight at an RP of like eight point five. So for me, as much as I was in the comfortable range of eight point five. For me, I like to push into that 9 territory, potentially 9.5, where I can only get one more out if possible. Um, so I went up to 37. Uh, 37, that was a big old jump if I did that. No, I went up to 35. Once I went to 35, I got it for 6 reps, but my RPE was 9.5. For me, personally, I like to train in the RPE of a 9.5, where I can only get one more out if possible. This ensures I am training really close to that failure point. Um... But it also makes me feel good. You know, I'm lifting heavier weights and, you know, it's it's satisfying for me um, to know that I am getting stronger. Um, so this is a way to show yourself how hard you're working. You know, if you want to train nearer to that failure point, then you can be pushing up to the RPE of a 9 or a 9.5. But if you want to lift heavy enough that it's going to get you results, but not too heavy that you're training near, near or very, very close to that failure point, yeah, you can be training in that RPE of 8, 8.5 area, and this is still going to get you the results you're more than happy to see. But if you're really not pushing yourself and you're just comfortably cruising, then this isn't going to get you any anywhere near where you want to be. Um, and it's a hard pill to swallow, but you need to be pushing yourself. You need to be getting out your comfort zone. So you can see progress in many different areas of your life. Um, and once you realise this, you're going to see dramatic change in your life. I certainly did when I started trying to lift heavier and trying to put more effort into my workouts. You know, over the last few um, years I've learned a lot with training. and I've learned a lot with how my body works, how I like to progress things, how I like to increase that RPE scale. Whether it's changing... You know, the way I actually do the set, like slowing it down, adding in a pause, one and a quarter at training, or is it getting heavier with the weights, getting stronger? Um, and as much as I would want my clients to control the weight a bit more, slow it down, add in a pause and such things like that, over the years, because I've done it time in, you know, in and out, and I've done it repeatedly, for me, what works best is going heavier. I go less reps, but I do go heavier. And this is something you'll see within your own body once you learn to use the RPE scale and you're consistent with your training. Um, it's always better to you know, use lighter weight and control it in a better form than just jump straight into the heavy weight. But once you do it consistently, you'll know which you prefer. Do you prefer going heavier or do you prefer controlling the weight? Both are going to get you amazing results. you just got to do which one you prefer. Um... So this is why the RPE can push you out of your comfort zone. Over time, you will see that you can lift more weight because the intensity 
will slowly de decrease over the weeks that you do the same exercises. One week your RPE might be a you know a nine point five. Next week it might be a nine. The RPE after that week might be an eight, eight point five. You know, if you're finding that your RPE is getting lower each week, then you can push out your comfort zone and move on with the weight. Um, for me personally, that's the best way for me how I get out of my comfort zone. But like I just said, your getting out of your comfort zone might be just slowing it down, feeling more of that burn you feel when you're doing your chest press, squat, row, you name it. But for me, getting out of my comfort zone. I love to push my weight. It's scary, and sometimes I really don't want to do it because I'm like, what if I fail? Um, but you know what? It's it's a challenge against myself, and I've got to prove to myself that I can do it. Um, because if I don't, you know, I'm not going to see the results I want. Mm -mm -mm. All right, question coming in. Hi, I'm just getting fat, and I don't have the motivation to go to the gym because of no results after two months straight. Right, are you following... A program? Um, are you eating enough protein? Are you being consistent with your training and your intensity? Um, and do you like the exercise you're doing? So you've got to ask yourself them questions. Um, because if you're going to the month, if you're going to the gym for two months, even that's to be fair, that's even a quite short amount of time. But you've got to be doing a training program that you're enjoying. Um, are you using the RPE scale? You know, how, are, are, is your intensity increasing, whether that be by days, weeks or months? Um, and if you're not making results, it may be because of one of those things. It might also be because of your nutrition. It's very hard to get an understanding of where you're at um, before making any conclusions because it's probably not because of the gym. Um, it may be because of your program, your intensity, your nutrition. There's so many factors to it. So until I would know that, I couldn't probably tell you why I'm vegetarian I don't know where to cook protein how do I choose a workout program I'm skinny fat um a vegetarian it's <laughs> I'm not a vegetarian so I wouldn't know how to get protein in there um I, I know like lentils is good and you can get some vegan or vegetarian protein powder and um, I would look online about how to get more protein in if you're vegetarian um how do you choose a workout program kind of depends on how often you're training so if you're going three days a week do a full body program and if you're going four days a week you can do an upper lower upper lower or you can do um push pull legs full body um and if you're going five six days a week it will be push pull legs um and you know you can look online for programs um or you can sign up for my online coaching um but i mean again being skinny fat it depends if you're skinny like really skinny and you've only got a little bit of body fat on you a lot of people overestimate how much body or underestimate the amount of body fat they've got on them and um, if you're just a little bit fat i'd probably just say focus on the weights and um, if you're very overweight then um yeah i would look at reducing that weight before but i mean it depends because I know a lot of my followers are like 17 or 16, 15, so in the lower kind of age category. Um, and for a lot of you, you don't even need to worry about if you're fat or skinny. Like, all you need to worry about is getting in the gym, banging your weights, um, and just enjoying the gym. Because once you get stronger, you'll see progress anyway. Uh, what is the recommended, though? I travel 20 kilometers to college every day, so five days a week, up or lower, push pull legs. Well, 
to be fair, how old are you? Because if you're only like 16, oh no, I'm 18, okay. So 18's sweet, okay. So I started when I was 16, so yeah, 18's cool. So do you walk 20k a day? Do you know how many like steps you're doing? Because 20k a day is quite a lot, I've got to admit. Um, I mean, you can do five days a week, so I don't really recommend it. I wouldn't do it. I like to live my life. I know a lot of people. Five days a week is going to get you results. Five days a week. If you're spending five days a week in the gym, yes, you're going to get stronger. Um, so I guarantee you it's probably the intensity at, at, you know, which you're training at. Um, because if I was going five days a week, Jesus Christ. Woo! My college training came Oh, okay. Yeah, so you're getting your cardio in, um, which is good for you know your heart, your lungs. But I would make sure that you've got a well structured program. Uh, program, yeah, a well structured program that you know is working on exercises that is going to make you stronger over time. So don't do anything really complex and hard. Do the basic things right, and you will see progress. Um. But yeah, I don't think it's the gym. I think it's maybe your intensity or maybe you haven't got a right program in place and that's focusing on the basic things. Um, I mean, I am starting online coaching. Uh, right, right, right. So yeah, personal trainers is good. It depends what you want because a personal trainer is good for doing your workouts with. Um, but if you kind of want the more personal trainer in your pocket, I have a online coaching application in my bio, so if you want to go sign up or go through that, fill it out, um, it would give me more information about you, and then obviously we can have a little chat about how I can help you, but it's very hard until someone knows all that's going on, it's very hard to kind of give you um, a roadmap on where to go. Yeah, right, okay, I'll be honest, I eat absolute shit, I eat... If you honestly saw my diet as a PT and online coach, you'd go, are you taking a mick? I eat awful. Yeah, I still make constant progress in the gym because I, my intensity is so high. Um, if you're training really intense and you've got a really good training program in place, as much as you can't out-train a bad diet, um, you can get away with a lot. Um Obviously, nutrition is such a big part, you know, important factor of getting results. But um, yeah, I, I don't have a good diet, and I seem to make a lot of progress in the gym. I'm getting a lot stronger, so when I do cut um, and lose my weight, I'm going to look pretty decent. Um, you should try and eat good if you can. But for me, it's not like I eat junk food like all the time. It's just like I overeat most days. But because I train so much and I, I'm active most days, that I can probably. Um, get away with it a lot um so again link it to the rpe if you don't know if you're training intense enough link it to the rpe are you training close to failure um you know you wouldn't be training around the eight to nine area so where you can only do a few more reps um where that last one is like a real struggle if you're not training near failure you're not going to see results um but like i said there's an online coaching application in my bio um if you want to go through that fill it out um, it will show me and kind of give me more information about you. Um, and if I think I can help you out, I will get in contact. Um, but if you're struggling to see results in two months, then maybe it might be worth investing in an online coach or something um, just to put you in the right direction and to show you the ropes. Um, I do reps like if it's only 12, only 12. 
so with reps, don't think of them as they're the end all. Think of them just as a guide. So if I was doing an exercise and I got to 12, but I think I could push for like 13, 14 or 15, I will keep pushing um, until I get near to failure. Um, just because your program says 12 doesn't mean you should stop at 12, if that makes sense. If you can do more, push for more. If you can't, then don't. Um, but up, uh, the reps as a guide. So for me, I link my weight and my reps to my RPE. So if I know I want to go for an RPE of 8, it technically it basically means I have to lower the weight. Um to what I'm currently using, but if I wanted to go for an RPE of 9.5, I can up the weight um, and go for, let's say, five, uh, six reps. Your RPE and your weights do link quite closely together, um, because, you know, if I'm looking at going six to eight reps, um, but I choose a weight that's lighter, I can do more reps, which means the RPE is going to be less. Yeah, think about how, you know, think about the online coaching. It is good. You get a lot of value out of it. So you get um, your program, you get nutritional guides and um, goals. You get WhatsApp support from me constantly. Um, you get your own app. It's There's a lot in there for you. And it actually works out cheaper than personal training. So if you were to go to a personal trainer in your gym, um, that would technically be more expensive than online coaching. So um, make sure you fill it out. Um, I'll message you in a few days just to check if you've got it filled out. And then I can get in touch. Uh, another problem is that I have face fat. Is it possible to reduce that and build up good muscle mass? So I've got really weak recently. Too lucky, man. Okay, the, you're asking a lot of questions. This is good. So when you're looking to reduce body fat, let's say I wanted to reduce my face fat or my lower belly fat, arm fat. You get the gist. Um, so with losing body fat, you have to lose it all around the body to see it. Reducing the areas you want. Um, dog is screaming. Typically, you'll lose face fat first. That's normally the first place to go. So, if you want to lose your face fat, then you know you've got to be in a calorie deficit and be as active as you can. Make sure you're uh, consistent with your training. Um, and your face is where you'll lose it first, and then it will go to the more stubborn areas last, like your belly fat, your leg fat, etc. Um, so, as long as you're consistent with your nutrition and training, you will lose face fat quickly. Um, if you're unable to lift much, maybe have a rest week. Again, there's. It sounds like there's a lot I would need to know from you. These are all questions that I can give a general answer to, but until I know your situation, it's very hard to. Um, the cost of online coaching um, really depends on what you want to do with it. So when you fill out that online application, I'll know more about you. Um, then I can put a program together and apply some place, and that will work for you because depending on what you want. Um, how long you want to do it for all depends on the price um so yeah i would definitely definitely fill that out if you can um it's definitely worth it though it's better than a pt online coaching and it's better than pt i can promise you that um but yeah if you've got any other questions make sure you just dm me because um that's probably easier and then i can just send you voice notes uh it's just in my bio so if you go on my um my account click the link in the bio uh, it will literally say like online one to one online coaching application. Um, it's on Google, so just fill it out, and then I can see that you filled it out. But it's literally that easy. Um, I think we'll end it there. I think that was a good one. We had a lot of good questions at the end. Um, the first time actually, someone's given me proper questions, so I'm actually happy about that. Hopefully, we'll get a few more people in.
in the future where we can um, get some questions going. Um, but that was getting out of your comfort zone, how to use the RPE to push yourself to the next level. Um, that was quite good. I feel like we've covered a few um, decent things. I will say, um, go back and watch the other one if you want to know what the RPE is, the RPE is on a more basic level. Um, and yeah, that was good. The uh, podcast slash live next week will be back on kind of like a balanced topic. Um, and we are going to go over the power of progress, not perfection, how to stay motivated and reach your goals without being too hard on yourself. Too many people are hard on your on themselves, including me. So we're going to chat and waffle on about basically how are we going to achieve your goals without being too hard on yourself if we fuck up here and there. Um, so I think that's going to be a good one. But yeah, very happy with today. Went well, we're always getting better. Um, you're always getting better, so that's the only thing you can do um, if you can get 1% better every day then that's going to add up to a lot of progress uh, make sure to follow me on my socials make sure you follow the podcast make sure to give it a 5 star rating um, I really appreciate that um, it's hard, it's tricky it's hard to keep going, it's hard to be consistent um, but we will get there one day um, have a good rest of your Sunday I will see you very soon enjoy, don't do anything I wouldn't do and yeah I'm going to play more Spider-Man <laughs> see you later lads Goodbye.